You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. It's uh, Season 1, Episode 7, boys. Zach Stanish, James Kleeman. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Aiden Payne. Boys, how are we this morning on uh, this Cold Wednesday. Yeah, it was t- tough to get out of bed for the, for this uh, early, uh, early early session. But you were a little bit late, mate. Struggled. Not gonna lie, I was oh, a little yeah. bit late, but yeah, it James, happens. It happens. Well, yeah. yeah, we both were. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, cold, cold. <laughs> That's what happens when you schedule it for eight thirty. Oh, what's that, <laughs> mate? <laughs> Just got to get you into the habit. All right. Um, yeah, thanks everyone at home tuning in. We've got a, a bumper uh, rundown podcast for this week. Mm. Um, we had a quick chat to Euroa Football Netball Club President Scott Watson. Uh, Scott was inducted into the Golden Valley League Hall of Fame on Sunday night. And yeah, we, we caught up with Scott a little bit earlier. So we'll, we'll play that uh, interview later in the podcast. So stick around for that chat with Scott. It was a, it was a ripper. Excellent. Wasn't it? He has a great chat. Yeah, he had some fantastic stories to tell. So yeah, definitely hang around for that one. Yeah, he, he certainly did. Uh, no Daniel Webb this morning with us, boys. Yeah, that's why it's a bit, bit, bit more quiet. Sad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we might be uh, hearing from Daniel later on uh, for those playing at home. Daniel's ducked off back to Tassie uh, for the week. Um but yeah, boys, let's dive into the podcast. What caught our eye from the weekend or over the week? I was down at um, Marupna Rec Reserve um, to ch- check out Mansfield Marupna. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was also down there. but yeah, I was joined by you, Aiden, yeah. and uh, Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good to have you boys. Yeah, good to see you on, my, on a working day down <laughs> at the footy. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, probably, yeah, match of the round for me. Um, Mansfield, Marupna, two top four sides going at it. And, um, yeah, it was Mansfield that really delivered. Um, yeah, Paddy Marks. Um, it was a close game, wasn't it? Up it was, until yeah, yeah. Like, Marupna got in front yeah, during that third quarter. Yeah, um, yeah, but really yeah. pushed him. Paddy Marks, you were saying? Yeah, Paddy Marks was the standout for me. Just, um, yeah, hearing so much about him um, in the lead up to the season. Um yeah, I knew he was a wingman, but seeing him in person, seeing Mansfield for the first time, and he's he's a big boy, and um, he's yeah, a big they, boy. <laughs> they look they look like a pretty pretty solid team. Yeah, no, beautiful, mate, awesome. Uh, and Zach, yes, yeah, so I went to um, another GV game. I went down the uh, Gun Valley Highway to to see more to have a look to Kings Park. Kings uh, Park, uh, it was a fantastic deck out there. Every, every, every time I talk to Benny, he said, "Man, you got to come down and have a look at the deck. It's Benny, the best he's ever seen." Yeah, Benny, Benny Davy. Yeah, for the, for those who are. Yeah, probably should have mentioned that, but yeah, he's um yeah every time he's like, oh, you got to come down and have a look at the deck. It's, it's the best I've ever seen in the GV, and he, he it wasn't is a lying. Pretty it's a fantastic deck. Oh, yeah, it's a, mate, it was unreal. It, it, even, it, it, even in the rain, it was um, fantastic. But that's not what caught my eye. Um, <laughs> Teddy Linden, the uh, Shepherd and Bears playing coach, mate, he was absolutely incredible. I mean, Seymour obviously won the game by ten goals, but I reckon they would have lost by twenty if um Shepherd really? lost by twenty mm. if uh, Teddy wasn't down there, mate. He, Ted, did he have the long sleeves? On? He didn't have the sleeves on, he which was surprising because it was really? bloody freezing. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Um, yeah, he was. Mate, every time the ball came in, he was intercept marking. He, I reckon, he would have had like thirty-five touches as a as a defender. It was uh, unreal. So, mate, Teddy Linden could be a, yeah, well. bit, um, of a bit, bit, bit of a one-man team. I reckon <laughs> on, uh, on Saturday afternoon. 
Did he give himself best? I didn't say. Ah, uh, he did. Yes. He did. But like, to be fair, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, he was. To I be actually fair, did he, look to see. He was. I did. I, I did have a look. I, I did have a look. That. But man, it would have been weird if he if he didn't. That, that's <laughs> like how how well he played. Yeah. But, so that's what caught my eye. And Aiden, I think you, Aiden, you've got something a little bit different this week. Yeah, I certainly do, Zach. Thanks for uh, reminding to ask me this week. <laughs> um, yeah, this one isn't a sport related story. It's one that. I saw in the uh, Shep News uh, on the front page, actually, on Monday's paper. Don't normally flip to the front um, on a Monday. Yeah, it's normally didn't straight to the back. Yeah, I didn't realise I was a front, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it gets a bit like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I saw the story on the front page um, about a great-great-grandmother who chased an intruder from her home using her, quote, angry voice. A 95-year-old great-great-grandmother chased an intruder from her Shepparton home after waking early one morning and finding someone shining a torch around her land room. That was Alan's side bottom. Uh, was more angry than afraid when she discovered the intruder in her home about 3 a.m. last Thursday, and she's just chased them out. Is it 95-year-old oh, lady? That's, that's that incredible. That is crazy. Like, uh, sh- you know, all jokes aside, like, that's pretty scary for, for Alan, mm. but... Like, I love that she story. She didn't seem very scared, did she? No, she didn't. No, you just don't just go messing out, with Alan. Get right? out of my house. Yeah, get out of her damn house. Bring no. she had the had the broom. <laughs> <laughs> Chase her down the street. Maybe, mate. Maybe. <laughs> I um. No, nah, that was what caught my eye. Um. Beautiful boys. Alrighty, we'll we'll dive into our first topic of the uh, week, and that is some Golden Valley Football League action. We spoke a little bit about Mansfield and. Uh, Shepparton and, and Seymour just before, but we had the Goulburn Valley League Hall of Fame on the weekend, boys. I went along to the night. It was a great night hearing plenty of stories and, and yarns about all of the inductees. We had six on the night. Uh, we had Laurie Casey from Kyabram, Jeff Vandermeer from Marupna, uh, Mickey, Mickey O'Donnell from Seymour Mickey O'Donnell from Seymour and Wayne Ford uh, a multiple premiership player um, and a Shep Swans legend and we also had your rowers Scott Watson um, who yeah we mentioned off the top there that we had a quick chat to Scott um, and yeah I guess we'll play a bit of that uh, interview for you all now nah, thanks heaps for, for you know, putting some time aside to have a quick chat with us this morning um, yeah, I guess we just wanted to, yeah, congratulate you first on being inducted into the GVL Hall of Fame. It's a massive uh, achievement, mate. Um, I guess, has it, have you had a little bit of time now to reflect? It's been a couple of days. Well, yeah, actually, I've, had, I've had a couple of years to reflect, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we, we, were too, we, were, we were told about this, yeah, back, oh, well, obviously pre-pandemic, we were supposed to be inducted in 2020, I think, was the original plan. But yeah, right. um, so I've sort of had to keep it a secret for a couple of years, um, <laughs> which is interesting, the way that that operates. But, yeah, no, it's a... Um, so, wait, you weren't allowed to tell anyone, or...? No. No, that's the whole, <laughs> the whole idea. Um, I think that was, that was certainly, yeah, that was certainly impressed upon us that we weren't allowed to let anybody know. And, um, yeah. But yes, you're right. It's uh, it's certainly you know pretty humbling, but also a really good honour, wonderful honour, really. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, man. I it was a... yeah, yeah I, right, I, no, I was just going to say, um, 
you know, obviously on the night, listening to um, to yourself and, and all the other five, I mean, the four that were there in, in attendance, I know there was five others on the night inducted. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess listening to your stories, uh, one thing that stood out um, to to me and, and to everyone else uh, was the fact, you know, tell us a little bit about your story because you you know, you, you didn't start football until you were quite, uh, what was it, yeah. early 20s? Yeah, 21, I suppose, when I started teaching teaching phys ed, at, phys ed and maths at Euroa Secondary College uh, way back in 1991. So, yeah, Melbourne boy, born and bred, grew up playing a lot of um, a lot of basketball, a lot of soccer. My, my dad was a soccer player, so we used to go watch him play soccer every, every Saturday and... Um, uh, yeah, didn't really play footy down there and, and moved up to the country. And that was probably why I ended up at Longwood, to be honest, because, yeah. um, you know, I, I started teaching phys ed at Euroa and a couple of people sort of said to me, do you play footy? And, and I, you know, I, di- I didn't. And so a couple of guys literally two or three weeks into my teaching career at Euroa and living in Euroa, I'd, Bumped into a couple of guys at the at the pub on a Saturday night, and oh, you're the new PE teacher. Yeah, yeah. Do you play footy? Do you play footy? No, no, no. I said, beautiful. You can come down to Longwood then. So uh, you know, because that was a, a minor league, or is it a minor league? And uh, yeah, yeah. I loved my time down there. Two years at Longwood, met some wonderful people. Yeah. Um, and, and still to this day, you know, people I still connect with down there, and and you know. It, uh, it it was a great introduction to to country sport because I I played tennis down there for a number of years as well. Yep. Um, that was brilliant. But yeah, but uh, at the start of 1993 or over that summer 92 93, I had that itch that I needed to scratch to, to say, well, I wonder if I can play major league footy, and and went up to Euroa and got a game in round one 1993 and um, and played 365 senior games before I before I played a reserves game. So yeah, that's a yeah. that's a you know pretty astonishing achievement. Absolutely, Scott. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. crazy, mate. Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, Scott. Yeah, what was that that that, that our first game like? I mean, did you, did you know much about footy before you before you played that uh, first game for Longy? Yeah, I, guess, I was, yeah, what I did was you... telling um I was telling Dave Williams on the night the other night because Dave was my interleague coach and and certainly one of my um, you know albeit a, a brief mentor. I really I really enjoyed playing underneath Dave in the interleague footy and and I played a lot of footy against Dave and I knew that obviously Dave has played at the highest level with Melbourne and anyway that this, because of Dave's connection with obviously with Rochester my, my first game was against Rochie at Rochie I. I tell this story because um, the, fe- the fellow that I played on, Shane Dupay, um, Shane um, was in the same teaching course as my now wife, Felicity. And, and anyway, Shane, full forward, I was a full back. Uh, first couple of minutes of the game, Shane let out, marked the footy, probably 55 metres out at Rochi. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm standing on the mark thinking, oh, well, you know, I hadn't, really experienced anybody in the Benalla and Districts League who could kick a ball 55 metres, so I thought I was pretty safe. Um, needless to say, Shane slotted the goal, goal, goal post height, and I thought, geez, welcome to Golden Valley footy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, um, it, was a, it was a very good introduction, and, and you know, from there on, it was, uh, as I said, played most of my footy, fullback, 
centre back. Um, yeah, it, it it got to got to play against some absolute ripping fellas, you know, blokes that have that have just out and out champions of the game, uh, yeah. certainly in country footy. Uh, I suppose mm. just on that, Scott. Um, yeah, some of the names um, that that stand out. Who who are some of the you know your opponents well, that really that, stand out? Yeah, opponents. We we're just talking about Rochi and 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 Tank McPhee. Tank and I played directly against each other. I would say a minimum of forty times. Yeah. Um, and Tank played four hundred games of footy, over four hundred games of footy, and uh, so he and I had a pretty good rivalry. Um, I played a little bit of footy. Uh, there was a time when in my career where I was doing a lot of uh, run with roles in the middle. Um, so I got to play on some really handy players, and one of one of those was um, Stephen Ash. Yep. Ashy, um, I had the, I had the good fortune of, of coaching his boy Lockie um, in big country football um, later down down the track. So it's interesting how the yeah. circle turns. But um, yeah, look, you know, what was Stephen like to a, play on? He was just a he was just he would take me to the ball, of course, you know, because he was he, he was so good. He, he just he was um, he was just a, a midfield bull, as they say. You know, his, his ability to get the footy and and keep getting the footy was just unparalleled, really. Um, and the fact that the fact that the Golden Valley League and the Evans Murray League played for the Ash Wilson Trophy sort of says it all with Steve's contribution to the game and, and where he was at. But I mean, I do remember so for many years I, I shared a house with Nipper Harvey, Gary Harvey, mm-hmm. um, and Nipper was my coach quite a few times. He was coach Giroa a couple of times, and I do remember listening to the Morrison Mill count one year um, at home with Nipper. I was here as a housemate, and and I think. We, we we dubbed it that year that I think I won the reverse Morrison medal because, um, you know, Yeroa, Yeroa versus Sheppenden, three votes, Stephen Ash. And uh, Nipper would look at me and say, what, oh, weren't you tagging him that day? Then it'd be the next game, it'd be, uh, you know, Yeroa versus Tatura, three votes, Travis Ryan. What, oh, weren't you playing on Travis that day? Um <laughs> Anyway, there was a bit of a running joke that year, and as I said, got to play, got to play against some some pretty handy players. Played, obviously played with some wonderful fellas um, at Yarrow. Yep. Just mentioned Nipper. You know, got to play footy with him and be coached by him. Got to play footy with Paul O'Bree and coached by Paul. He was outstanding, and and you know, long term sort of uh, mate uh, Neil Poole, Matty Mills. Just to name a couple of just just fellas that are great footballers and even better people. So um, you know, when you're involved in in country sports clubs, it's just an absolute privilege to be a part of other people's lives, good, bad, and otherwise. You know, like we've, we've had we've had challenges along the way. As, as you know, I've had as a player playing with playing with people and 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 you know seeing some of the um, I suppose the, the, the challenging times people have in their lives, and, and you know, um, it, as I said, it's just a privilege to be to be involved. Yes, yeah, certainly, mate. Um, Zach, James, did you have any other? Um, just um, just in terms of highlights of your career, I mean, obviously, three hundred sixty-five games is um is is a, is, a, is, a, is a long career, mate. I guess are there any sort of moments that uh that, that, that stand out? I mean, I think you played, you played in a Razzie's flag in uh, twenty fourteen, I believe it was. I guess yeah. Um, um, does that one sort of uh, stick out to you? 
Yeah, look, it, it was it was wonderful to play in, in, in a premiership. Obviously, a lot of people um, uh, get chance to play in grand finals, but that was my second grand final. The first grand final I made was in 2005. Um, that was the year Dave Gleeson was coaching us. We had a we had a great team. We I think we lost one game going into the grand final. Played against our arch rival Seymour, and um, unfortunately. Halfway through the last quarter, Seymour, as happens in sports, Seymour got a, a real bit of momentum going and basically I think we were 10 points up and Seymour kicked four goals in 10 minutes. So, yeah, well. yeah that was devastating because um, I was captain at the time and we sort of got back to um, back to the club room that night and, and I was given the opportunity to speak on behalf of the team and... Yeah, I just I, I, I remember just crying. I couldn't couldn't hardly speak at all. Just looking out at people's faces and knowing how much it meant to not only the playing group but the town of Euroa to miss that opportunity. And, and obviously at the moment, our our last senior premiership is way back in 1990. So so, but on the flip side, um, yeah, had the had the pleasure of playing 2014. Uh, I was saying to somebody the other day, one of the 2014. Reserve premiership teammates that for the grade of footy um, that we that we played reserve grade footy that team was probably the best team that I've played in sports you know footy team that I've played in yeah, for that okay, level okay, of competition I think yeah I think we I think we only won the grand final by eight points it was a windy day and sometimes it's a bit tricky at Deakin Reserve at that time of the year with the wind and what have you but we um, I think the second semi-final we might have played over at Mansfield. And I walked off at half-time. I think we were 54 points to one at half-time. Oh, and I go. thought, God, <laughs> this is the best team. This is the best footy team I've ever played in, you know, again, for the, for the fans of footy. So, yeah, that was pretty good. And, and uh, you know, 2014, I was um, 45 at the time and... and Certainly, certainly, very much the elder statesman of the of the side. What what role and, were you uh, playing then, Scott? Were you... Yeah, still, still sort of off the half back line. And, yeah, okay. You're uh, sliding across. You yeah, were in a set pretty, marks, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> you know, not picking up anybody and just reading the play. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, fantastic. We, we love that. Um, you represented the league on four occasions as well. How was that experience? Yep. Yeah, great. Yeah, it was. Um, it was certainly one of the highlights for me. It was, as I said, it's actually um, listening to, to Jeff Vandermeer talk about his in the league experience in '94. I think it was the year that they won the country championship. That was part of that training squad. Didn't make the final side, mm-hmm. so I ended up doing the running. Okay. I, I did that. I think I did that for two or three years, where I was trying to get into that in the league side. Never made it. And but very happily put my hand up to do the running. Um, so I was over Ballarat that day. Um, was a big, you know, it was just amazing just to be involved with guys like Simon and I, Schultz, Peter Sports and the like. But uh, yeah, got my first sort of real go at it under Dave Williams when Dave was coaching. And that was great because I think, um, I think back in 2000, we had four year old boys in that. In that side, the two, two of the Baker boys, Adam and Adrian Baker, Adam won a Marsden medal, and Adrian 
kicked 100 goals for us three out of the four years that he was at your right. And um, and a young Murray Teal was in the, in the league club and I played as well. So Murray went on to marry the son of one of our legends, um, Mick Teal. Murray ended up going on with his, I think he won at least one, maybe a couple of more for Peninsula uh, League, best and fairest. So, yeah, it was, it was just great. In the league, what he's always has been, um, yeah, a wonderful opportunity to play the best footy you can. Yeah, certainly, mate. Um, and I guess we don't want to take up too much more of your time, Scott, but you've been heavily involved with your Euroa Footy Club now for... You know, as you mentioned there, when you first joined in, I think it was the summer of 93 that you mentioned before, but you've been president for 12, you know, 12 years, more than, more than a decade now. Um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about your role um, at the footy club because, yeah, by the sounds of it, you must just love being down there at the Magpies. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's great. It's, um, I still have that philosophy that um, your role at footy netball club is using it so much. Um, myself, you know, certainly as, as a player and, and you know, as a player, I sort of mix screens and, and everything is about what do you get myself ready for 40 each week? Um, so yeah, I've had the privilege of being, being in that presence for all now for a decade and, and I still look at it as a, more, you know, I owe the club, um, much more than what it's, what it's provided me. So our Felicity, my wife Felicity and I, um, our three kids now are involved in, in, the, in the under 18 footy and the two junior netballs, 17 and 15. So it's probably a good time to be the president, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, was, I was president for a while there whilst I was still playing. Um, so yeah, it, it, sometimes it's a bit all consuming, but um, it's enjoyable. It's a big part of my life and, and, and I would do, you know, have a time that. Oh, fantastic, mate. And I guess just something um, you mentioned, um, you, obviously the, the seniors have won a flag since uh, 1990. I guess, um, what do you think of the, the group at the moment? They're obviously um, flying uh, the, the seniors, mate. Uh, what do you think of, of, of their chances this year? Yeah, yeah. look, it's, Scott's worked really hard. I think Scott Rowan has worked really hard over the last couple of years. Um, he's pandemic impacted years. He's putting together a list that, um, you know, it's got, again, it's got a lot of people in our town Talking footy again, which is wonderful. We, we, we're looking to, I suppose, um, yeah, as they say in the classics, go as far as we possibly can. Um, if that happens to be results in, in the premiership, then, you know, so be it. What I think this group brings to our footy netball club is a great amount of versatility. Got, got a lot of, lot of footballers that can kick goals. Um, and, and if we can match it, to be honest, we can, uh, at the right time of the year, it'd be the life of the Duca. Um, obviously, Nance Hill, we've got again coming up this weekend. Um, you know, there's a couple of, couple of sides we haven't met yet, Rochester being one of those. Um, yeah, but we, we get to see we've got a long way to go, and um, hopefully we're there about at the end of the year. Yeah, fingers crossed for you and the rest of um, the Euroa supporters, mate. Look, I reckon that's just about all we had for you, Scott. Um, yeah, we, we really appreciate you putting some time aside to, to jump on and, and have a chat to us this morning, mate. Um, yeah, once again, congratulations on, on being inducted into the Golden Valley League Hall of Fame. It is a, a massive uh, honour, mate. Um, yeah, you should be very proud. And 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, good luck for, um, I guess, for the, your role for the rest of the season. Good on you. Thanks, fellas. Cheers, Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. That was Scott Watson there uh, chatting to us a little bit earlier um, on Wednesday morning before the podcast. Um, yeah, massive thanks to Scott mm. for joining us. Um, yeah, boys, that was a, a ripper uh, interview. Good I, yarn. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. How about him not starting footy until 21 and then that going on great. to play Thanks. 365 senior games at Yorola? Yeah, it kind of shows that there's that there's still hope for for yeah. us. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm uh, 23, so I think I've, I've still got a bit of time. Best I think years you, ahead you, of you, you boys are a little bit older, so you know you might you might be struggling a bit. But <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm struggling struggling <laughs> as it is. I'm only 25. Yeah, um, but yeah, so now it was fantastic. And and the one thing that really caught my eye was the fact that he couldn't tell anyone for two years. Yeah, yeah, that was I yeah, that caught, that. yeah, that caught me off. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. I could wow. not keep a secret for no. that long. <laughs> I wonder if you forgot, like during the two years, like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm getting inducted, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, we've had plenty of other things to worry about in that time frame, so it's mm. uh, it could potentially that could have potentially have happened. But yeah, no, that was that was crazy that he ha- couldn't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, no, we we all hope that you enjoyed that chat uh, with Scott. Um, but yeah, I guess let's go through the rest of the Golden Valley League results. We spoke about uh, Seymour having a good win over Shepparton and Mansfield getting the, the business done against Marupna. Uh, boys, any other results uh, from the football and netball in the Golden Valley League worth mentioning? Uh, Kybram had a good 40-point win over um, Shep United. It was, mm-hmm. I was actually down there through the um, through the second and third quarter and uh, United were actually in front at, 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 at the end of the second term and it was a... Two point margin at half time, so there was a bit of you know a bit of a upset brewing at half time. Mm, but mm. I think yeah, in the second half, Kai kicked us uh, six, six goals in a row and won by forty <coughs> points. I don't think United hardly scored after that, so you can you know, see the class of the bombers come through. But it was so good to see uh, Chep United taken up to Kai for two two quarters. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, Kai ran a few out, I believe as well. Tommy Holman didn't play; he was a late. Yeah, there were a couple of outs. Uh, I still saw you know, the likes of Keo and that. So they had they, they had they had a few of their stars. Zach Norris was there, so they, they had they had enough. And yeah, obviously that that class shone through. But I guess if you pull Sarah, I mean, you'd, you'd be pretty um, happy mm. with, with with how your team's going. I mean, yeah, we all they were going to lose by hundred points every mm. week. So the fact that they're you know competitive against Kai for it's sure. Time. Yeah, they've got a big game this weekend. United up against my boys Tatura. I reckon they could knock them off too. Mm. Yeah, look, After um, last week. Yeah, I was a bit. Su- I was a bit surprised with the uh, the way the doggies played on on Sunday with the result. I mean, I didn't get to watch much of it, um, but yeah, ten, uh, ten goals in the end. I think it was at Swans. One by was a good mm. win for Shep Swans. Um, I can't take anything away from them. Uh, it's great for Andrew Reardon and and his young outfit. Um, but yeah. Hopefully they can bounce back this weekend, but it should be a pretty good game against United uh, on Saturday. I'll be out there watching. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, any netball results? Um, Seymour had another big win there. Yep. Just keep on keeping on. Uh, had, a, had a bit of a look at that game for the, the first time. They're our premiership favourite at the moment. I reckon they? they'd have to be. I mean, they've just got stars all the way through. I mean, they've mm. got the two um, defensive stalwarts in there, in, in, in Nikita Singh, you know, and Sarah Sukulski, and then up, up, up front, uh, Elio Sullivan and, and Jess Lalo are you know, imposing duo, Casey Adamson through the midcourt. So, Casey yeah. Adamson, absolute jet Mate, from all reports. She is very, very good. Yeah, they've, they've literally just got everything sorted at Seymour. So, yeah, I think they're going to be very hard to beat. Uh, in terms of yeah, just still the defending premier as well from twenty nine. They are, they are. So yeah, Ellie, um, Ellie just had, just talking to Ellie after the game. She's you know pretty happy with how things are going, and yeah, I mean they've they and they're pretty much beaten all all, all the mm. other uh, major you know 
competitors. So it's not it's not like they've had an easy run. They're certainly yeah looking good. Beautiful, James. Any uh, other netball or pretty much wrapped it all up? Look, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, yeah, pretty lopsided weekend really. I was down at Roopner and they got the job done over Mansfield. They'll be up there. They'll be thereabouts in September for sure. Which Mansfield? Uh, <laughs> I was just the Eagles make, had make sure I'm just keeping you on your toes. Going to make a late charge. <laughs> no, I feel like the netball is going to be interesting. I mean, there's yeah, probably what f- sure. four teams that are all about as mm. as, as good as each other. So yeah. I feel like when when it comes to September, we're going to have some some ripping games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, any of those top four sides can win it on mm. the day. That um, yeah, it is brewing up to be a pretty exciting um, season on the netball court. All righty, boys. Uh, our next topic, um, we haven't got our, uh, you know, our resident qual reporter because he's just about r- r- writes yarns on all on, on the quals on uh, a low and garang for those that aren't aware. Um, yeah, former Shep boys uh, used to play at the Golden Valley Suns, and yeah, they've obviously gone on to bigger and brighter and better things uh, since moving on. Um, yeah, a low just played. Um, for Australia in the under-23s um, in the AFC. Uh, yeah, and on the weekend, he, he just so happened to, to kick an absolute worldie. I, I, I couldn't believe it. When, yeah. I, when I when I saw that come up, I, was, I literally like thought it was a joke. Like it was crazy. Yeah, I saw it on the Twitter chat. And I, I, thought, yeah, oh, I didn't think it was being serious. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, like, I was still up and um, Daniel like yeah, sent a message and he was just like, like, Olo's just kicked an absolute, like, scorpion. And I'm just like, wait, what, what, what? And yeah. I jumped on and, like, clicked on the AFC um, hashtag on Twitter to, to see what, what was trending. And, and yeah, someone whacked up a, a, a video straight away. And I was like, what the hell? That is incredible, mate. That I was believe stupid. It. it was nuts. It's just, and it's just, like, and some of the stuff that Olo um, posts on Twitter as well is just absolute gold, mm-hmm. you know. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just fantastic. So, <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, couldn't have been couldn't have been scripted any better. Yeah, no, that is for sure. Now we're just waiting to hear from Matt, mate. How's it going? Hey, here Daniel. He is. Hey. Here he is. What's hey, uh, not a lot. You sound like you've just woken up. <laughs> uh, I I kind of did. <laughs> if I was working from home, I'd have done the same thing, Matt. Don't worry. Uh, we've just got you uh, on the podcast, Daniel. Uh, so thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for waking up for us, mate. Uh, the, uh, the morning would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no heads up here, mate. Uh, look, we, we, we're just talking about a low quals scorpion goal. Um, so we thought it was probably a good time to, to bring you on and, and have a quick chat about that. Um, tell us, what was your first reaction when you when you saw him defy gravity and, and put his you know right boot on the top of his head and, and kick a goal oh it was unreal i was uh i was laying on my couch i think it was almost midnight or something like that and i was just just laying there about to fall asleep because the game wasn't wasn't doing a whole lot for me um and then he just whipped it out and i jumped up and it was just unreal um what a talent and, and what a goal mm. absolutely yeah. yeah just just absolutely crazy yeah i, I was saying before i think um yeah, I, th- I thought you were you, you were you were taking the piss when you said it. So <laughs> it felt like it was. I, I'm not sure it was real, but um, it turns out it was, and I'm not mad about it. Absolutely, mate. No, all good, mate. Um, how's how's it been back home uh, last couple of days? Uh, you know, God's country down here. Sun's out. Yeah, a bit of sunny snow. five degrees or something. A bit of snow down snow. there as well. 
a bit of snow, so you can't complain. <laughs> no, very, had, very good. Uh, now, Australia, they played overnight. They had a, another win, was it, in the AFC? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a 1-0 one, so um, they're out of the group now. Uh, oh, was it 1-0, or did it, uh, they score after I went to sleep? Uh, I can't remember, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Uh, but they did. I'm pretty sure they got the dub. Um, but they were, yeah, they, they did get the win. Top of Group B. Yeah, they got the win, so they are they're through the next stage now, which is really exciting for the young boys. Um, and the Socceroos got up as well, which I'm sure you you boys would have been pretty keen about. Yeah, no, yeah good win, two one. That. We yeah. get get around the uh, Socceroos boys. Um, did we all did we all get up and watch it? Uh, <laughs> did you get up? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, um, maybe if they... Um, yeah, I'm, look, I might get up for the next game against Peru. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Well, I guess we'll keep you on the line, Daniel. Uh, we'll dive into um, some of the remaining sports. Yeah, we've got to ask news. you about the, uh, the the CVL, Daniel. No one, the CVL? Yeah. Well, well that, yeah. that is... No, no one <laughs> knows, knows what's going on, so we'll get, we need you. <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, to start the, the, the CVL wrap, I'd give a shout-out to, to Lucy Ciencio. Mm. Um, she was named the, the Basil, or CVL Coach of the Year, um, for females. So that was a pretty impressive achievement from her. Um, so it would be, be remiss of me to not uh, give her a shout-out. No, um, not that she'd be listening. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it was another big weekend of, of CVL action. Shep South got a, a 10-0 win. Um, Cat got a 4-2 win and, and Sheffield United got a, a 3-2 win with the, the coach, um, Lewis Coyle, scoring a, a 90th minute winner, uh, which is pretty impressive. We love that. Um, and that's in the men's. Um, the Sheffield Jags lost to Swan Hill 6-2, Damn, I believe. Damn. Uh, we've been getting around the Jags, yeah, so bit, un- unfortunate for them. Um, and in the women's, uh, I'll just find the women's results because right. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was a 4-2 4-2 loss for Sheffield United. Yep. Um, so they're out of the cup, and the Tat women's team won 8-0 against Swan Hill, so they're um, through to the next round of that one. Yeah, well, that's an impressive win there uh, for the Ibises. Um, uh, beautiful. Uh, Shep Gators, they had a... They had a big weekend, the Gators. They had a big weekend. Yeah. Oh, a huge, huge weekend. weekend. Yeah, it was... Um, Wins over Warnable and Coburg. They did, they yeah. Doubleheader. They yeah. last for the week or for this season. Last for the season, um, Wade, you were telling me. So they, they think they're, uh, they're they're pretty happy to be seeing the end of the, the doubleheaders, the Gators boys. But no, it was it was, it was a fantastic weekend. I mean, it, could, it couldn't have gone any better starting off with Saturday night, getting the uh, Bill, Bill, Bill McCarthy Shield back, back here in Shep. It's always a... Fantastic thing, and yeah, we were actually down there on um we on Saturday there. night. It was yep, a we were. good night. F- five dollar beers. At five dollar beers at, they, uh, they, at the swamp. It was good. Do oh, a good value night for money. Exactly. <laughs> they do a very good night down there at the at the Gators. So it I'll was definitely be going back. It? it was yeah. great crowd. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Kimmy was there. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kimmy yeah. Kim Kim O'Keefe. Kim yeah. <laughs> for those that don't know who Kimmy is, that is true. Former man, former man. Yeah, but yeah, 
we, we uh, won't get into that. But no, it was a um. <laughs> then why bring it up? <laughs> good question. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a no. It was a, it was a good good performance from the Gators. You know, they, it was a tight first half on Saturday night, and they sort of broke away. Uh, Garrett sort of took over in that in that third quarter, which was very good. And then yeah, I mean, obviously playing a back to back, you never know how your team's going to go. But they started off hot against Coburg. I think it was thirty two seventeen at quarter time, and they yeah ended up winning by thirty eight. So. Yeah, if you if you Josh Waite, um, you, you couldn't ask for much more, and you're sitting in second on the ladder with a pretty healthy percentage. Uh, things are looking good in, in mm. Gatorland. Yeah, no, it certainly is. Big things to come. So make sure uh, for those that you know that are tuning in, make sure you try and get around the Gators because they are representing Shepparton and the, and they're doing some good things. Hopefully, they can get promoted mm. or, um, up into Div Fingers One. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, up into the championship of the Big V. Absolutely, it'd be great. James, Suns. The Suns. How'd they go against Manning? Yeah, look, not uh, didn't go to plan for the Suns, I'm afraid. Yeah, six another six-point game for them on the road against the team that they drew against round one with a man down. So, yeah, they had high hopes for this one. Went down 4-1. A um, couple of things went against them. Uh, yeah, penalty. Uh, what was that? That was my door closing oh, and not me closing it. Sorry, boys. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, mate. Um, you just spooked James there. Yeah, I thought you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rattle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, an, another t- another tough loss there for the Suns. Wow, can't mince some no, words right. a bit you're there. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, any other news? I saw that we had a couple of movements in the AFLW. Space, Zach. Yes, we did. Uh, Grace Gr- Grace Egan. Um, she is heading to. Richmond, which is fantastic, and uh, last night M- Millie Brown also some some big mm. news. Yeah, Millie yeah. Um, getting traded from Geelong to Western Bulldogs. Yeah, so fingers crossed that means that we might see Millie back uh, back, back playing. Yeah, she's had some time off now to deal with uh, some personal, um, yeah, some personal stuff. So yeah, fingers crossed we can see Millie out there running around for the doggies. That'd be great for me as a uh, Footscray supporter. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, any other news? I'm, I, knew, I think we had some. Yeah, I'll top, top yeah of my James, there was one more. Yeah, one yeah, more, wasn't Finley's it? Eloise Ashley Cooper. She's, yep. yeah, Bombers BFLW signed on for their inaugural AFLW season. So, um, yeah, very exciting for, for her. For her, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did forget Willie Hayes. Yes. It's been how, a week now. How can we forget that? Oh, Wilbur. How about Will getting picked up last week for Carlton? And just some of the quotes he was rocking as well in the interview. One <laughs> yeah. in a hundred or roughy. That's just what we love to Mate, see. We, lo- we love a roughy that gets up, don't we? We do. And I yeah, f- just at some of the videos that uh, Lindsay Park was posting him in his footy gear, walking horses at mm. 4 a.m. It's pretty wholesome. Yeah, it's pretty wholesome stuff. So good on Will. And then also the under 16. Unfortunately, Ninja Derby couldn't get it up for us yesterday. Yeah, look. Lindsay yeah, Park. yeah. Ruffies win every now again and unfortunately it just, just didn't happen for us on, uh, backed in from 31 into nines yeah I think I had it widened back out to 11 before the jump mm. I got on it at, I saw it at 23 and I was like yeah wow I need to get on this and then <laughs> forgot about it and then yeah. it's shortened into 11s and then jumped on and yeah ran a very very ordinary oh, six or seven gallon fourth was it fourth in the yeah, end yeah I reckon, it, I reckon it came back late okay yeah, it wasn't too bad just and on that the big weekend of racing too um this weekend, Stradbroke and absolutely a few other races getting around. So looking forward to that. And I'll just be quickly, we got working, the, uh, so not just quickly got the uh, under sixteen state boards, the big country boys. True, as well. oh. good stuff, mate. 
Good Although, save there. Yes, yeah. we do. We have jo- Joe Berry from Benella, Oliver Warburton from Swans, and Matt Whitlock from Shep. So those yeah. three boys will be taking to Icon Park on Saturday. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne, get down there. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Um, and just on that, Matt Whitlock's uh, twin brother, Jack, he also got... So Jack suffered for... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I should probably give a bit of a background. Um, Matt's twin brother, Jack, um, they're both very talented footballers and basketballers in mm-hmm. their own right. Gators um, yeah, Jack, unfortunately, suffered a pretty nasty injury a couple of months ago. Uh, he ended up down in Melbourne in hospital. Um, yeah, so, and he's yeah, been, I guess, yeah, it's been pretty rough for him for the last couple of weeks. Um, but the um, I was talking to his cousin, Lockie Walmsley, so shout out to Lockie. Um, yeah, like you were saying, that they actually gave Jack, um, you know, some some gear and they've included him, not officially, um, in in the team. So he'll be down there uh, cheering on, and, nice. and yeah, which is great. So fantastic, yeah, yeah um, fantastic to see. Obviously, it was a pretty pretty nasty injury. So no, yeah, no, it's never nice back. to see. So um, yeah, the Jack and Matt and, and Ollie and Joe, they've all got bright futures um, ahead of them. So good luck, boys, for this weekend. Um, yeah, I reckon that might wrap us up for the sports wrap. Um, oh, actually, just a quick shout out. I just keep forgetting. Yeah, we go, right, Bailey Goodall won the Shep Golf Club uh, oh club championship um, at the weekend. Another uh, chip in his uh, star on the yeah, horizon on the course. We could be seeing him out. Yeah, we definitely could be seeing him on the on on the tour soon. I'd love that. Imagine that. That'd be awesome. Just absolutely great stuff. Uh, beautiful. Alrighty. Let's dive into our weekly lunchtime league legend. And Daniel, I know you haven't got the running sheet in front of you, mate, but this one... This one's all you, mate. This mm-hmm. one's all you. Yeah. Uh, midday lunchtime league legend, Rob Harmiston, who coaches yes. Shep Southstart's dominant DVL uh, Division One side. Um, he plays in the twos and, and he kicked five goals, um, which is just an unreal effort. And then he went off injured. Five goals. Um, he went so off injured. <laughs> oh, no. true, true midday warrior style. Um, just come in at lunchtime, kick five, and then, yeah, go to the bench because you're injured. Um, but he's had a cracking season as well, the uh, the coach. he's I think he scored in every, every half he's played, I think, because he only plays half a game. Um, and yeah, he's uh, a much deserved recipient, I reckon, with a with a five goal hole in the uh, in the reserves of the soccer. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, awesome to see the uh, lunchtime league legend start to ex- expand as mm. well. I mean, obviously, we've done footy for the last month, so it's, it's nice to see it expand into new new Other markets. Codes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly right. Hopefully, uh, I'll keep my eyes out for the B reserve netballers. Maybe that play at midday. My partner, Beth, she coaches Shep Swans B Reserve, so I'm, I can get into her ear about a couple yep. of... Uh, lunchtime league legends. Yeah, a couple of uh, legends on the netball court. Um, go to the, to the rugby as well, the Bulls, get maybe one of those boys. Oh, yeah, True. Mate, yeah, they're flying. Words out also, we can do whatever we, we want. Exactly right. <laughs> which is why <laughs> we're bringing up the next topic, which is a bit of canteen chat. Zach's favourite. Oh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Daniel, I believe that you have um, some... Some words to say uh, about Zach's um, favourite stomping ground, Marupna Football uh, Netball Club. Yeah, well, I, Sorry, I think Zach needs, to, Zach needs to have a look in the mirror um, when he gets home tonight because <laughs> the Marupna canteen wasn't as bad as he said. Um, I, uh, I I got down there on uh, on Saturday when, when the Cats took on Mansfield and I, I tried out the chips. I tried out a hot dog and 
uh, a can of Coke, but that's irrelevant. Um, and yeah, they are uh, they were pretty good. The chips, um, the hot dog, you know, wasn't wasn't the greatest hot dog of all time, but um, but it wasn't as bad as Zach's been making out to be. So um, yeah, I think a look in the mirror is uh, on the agenda for him tonight. I think you just have uh, pretty pretty low standards, mate. Um, oh, the chips are good. <laughs> I don't know what chips you got, mate. No, I was. Oh. It's not. It's not great. I don't know. Um, no. I don't know. I, it, I feel like you just. Um, in all reports, it sounds like they're improving, Zach, and that's all man, you've that's asked it. of them yeah, in the past couple of weeks. Time so. to lift, so mate, I might have to get back there and try it again. Exactly. But, no, I'm sure you'll get find your way out there. Just to a shout out Merit to um, Shepherd and United. I went to their canteen on Sunday, and I thought they were magnificent. So I reckon magnificent. That's that's what you have. Had myself hot dog and chips. Uh, hot dog was very good. The chips were nice and warm. Why was the hot dog good? Just you know, had had the right texture to it. Had the right texture to it. <laughs> Incredible. I, I, I don't know how to describe it hot dog, but it was just perfectly. Don't go applying to be a chef on uh, a judge or master chef, Zach. Or yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I reckon they should uh, take notes from United because they they did a good job and Seymour wasn't too bad. I was going to say, do you have anything at Kings Park? Yeah, I had a hot dog down there as well. Um, just, yeah, it was just a hot dog. Just yeah, a, like that, that man that loves his sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh that, that's me. Um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Uh, Seymour, so yeah, I'd say they're both ahead of Marupner on the uh, on on the standings. That beautiful, uh, James. Have you got any input on this canteen chat? No, no, I'm not a big canteen goer. I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah, no, I didn't try the goods at Marupner, although I'm sure Lucky I will you. at some point. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, looking after I'll, that that frame. I'll leave. Yeah, look, I'm watching my weight. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, I'll, I'll leave that up to you, boy. <laughs> I uh, I was at Princess Park on Sunday, um, finished our game of footy and needed some grub. Uh, so, and it was it was freezing cold as well, pouring rain. Um, so went over to the barbecue and I was having a look through the menu and I was like, oh, I don't really feel like a snag. Oh, I feel like a burger. No, I just saw down the bottom a chicken steak with onion and. Coleslaw, and I was like, mate, get that in me right now. And uh, yeah, whacked it whacked it down. I'm not the biggest uh, chicken ste- steak uh, fan, I've got to be honest. Yeah, um, I haven't actually I, tried I'm, it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm still sceptical on the whole concept. <laughs> um, <laughs> not sure, um, yeah, a, a bit of chicken should be called a steak, mm. but um, yep, here we are in this day and age. Um, but yeah, it was, it was all right. It, Filled me up, kept me warm. Did the job. The Did the job. Done. That's exactly right. Um, beautiful. Alrighty. Anything else? Um, I reckon that just about covers me. Just about covers it all. Um, James, this is this week. Well, tonight actually tonight. on this Wednesday, eighth uh, of June. Yeah, it's a pretty important. Uh, it's a big night yeah, for everyone up north. Up north in Queensland. For the Queenslanders. Queenslander. Yes. <laughs> one of the biggest biggest couple of months of the year for uh Queenslanders and New South Welshmen. Um yeah, big big game this year. Bit more evenly matched than it was last year. Uh, I think the Blues are probably slight favourites, but uh got to always back in the, the boys in Maroon. Yeah, back um, the boys in. Yeah, nice. A couple of Brizzy Broncos making their debuts <laughs> this year. Selwyn Cobbo. Very exciting players. Yeah, it's gonna be a good night. Check Fantastic. it out. Uh, any predictions, James? It's got to be Maroons. All right, Maroons, bye. I'm going to say 12. 12? I mean, I don't really follow it, but I'm going to go oh. Blues by seven. Blues by seven? Daniel? Uh, yeah, I've, I've <laughs> lost back in the NRL. Uh, so I'll go Blues by 15. 
I'll lose my 15. Okay. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, and yourself? Yeah, I'm torn because, yeah, not sure who to really back. Um, I might go Queensland. I'm, yeah, I'll go with you, James. Excellent. I'll back the uh, Queenslanders in and I'll go. They win by six. Good call. Yeah. Where is it yeah, tonight? Is like it in it. Sydney or is it in? I think it's, is it up at Lane? I think it's in Sydney, yeah. Oh, it's in Sydney, right. yeah. Um, there we go. Um, beautiful. All right, boys. Let's duck on out and get back stuck into some... Uh, stuck into get some, to work. some work and, and fill this uh, newspaper up. Stuck into some journalism. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, all righty, James. Thanks heaps for, for coming on today you, on boys. your day off. Um, Daniel, thanks for, for tuning in from down south. Uh, you keep warm down there, mate. I <laughs> uh, will do, mate. Beautiful. And, yeah, Zach, thanks for jumping on, mate, and giving us your That's um, right. your two cents. We do mm. appreciate it. That's all right, mate. <laughs> Anything for you. No, nah, beautiful. All right, and those uh, tuning in, I hope you uh, enjoyed the uh, seventh episode of the Rundown podcast with the Midday Warriors. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>